Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. Hey, Heartbreakers, welcome back to another Breakdown bonus episode. Today, I'm joined by coworker Justin. What's up? <laughs> I introduced you first because I feel like I always introduce you last. Oh, and I fine. feel like in my Abby Lee rankings, you're at the top of the pyramid. Oh, wow. I, oh. I got demoted because I couldn't make the Disney episode. Is that what this is about? You, you got demoted. How didn't you make the Disney episode? I didn't episode? make the Disney episode. Oh. You said there was a Disney cast member. Something was going on. Yeah, that was two weeks ago. And yeah. I was like, Lexi's our resident disfluencer. Yeah, and I couldn't make it. So mm. I got demoted. So yeah. congrats, coworker Dustin. Yeah. On the bottom of the pyramid, higher coworker. <laughs> Lexi. Lexi. Hello, I'm back. Did you miss me? Abby didn't. Mm. I missed you. That's why I asked you back. I walk in here, I'm like, am I recording with you today? <laughs> yes. So this week was about a petty breakup. This is about the pettiest thing you have ever done after a breakup. You listened to the episode already, which I'm assuming you have since you're here. It was about somebody who decided to go on a two-week vacation, two-week honeymoon, I love it. after their fiance broke up with them the day before the wedding. And you know what? Fair. Mm-hmm. Absolutely fair, I think. All that being said, I think some of the quote unquote petty things that she did after this relationship ended were valid. And so I okay. thought this would be a great opportunity for A, us to talk about the pettiest things we have done after a breakup. And also I want to read the ones that have been submitted by you, the heartbreakers, because I did ask in the episode for you to submit it. And we also talked about it on the Breakup Breakdown podcast Instagram this week, mm-hmm. which was a lot of fun. Again, shameless plug, follow the Breakup Breakdown podcast <laughs> on Instagram. Would love to see you there. So, coworker Justin, what's the pettiest thing you have ever done after I, a breakup? I guess it's technically petty. Like, when I went to college, I was in a relationship, which is always, I know, like, don't go to college in a relationship, but I was. From high school to college. Yes, and the person I was dating at the time was younger than me, so she still had a year in high school. My friends that I made at college at that time, we were hanging out a lot, and some of them were female, and so she was under the influence that I was cheating on her with somebody, and I wasn't, Aww. but then we broke up, and I'm talking, like, the next day we hooked up so it was like <laughs> like the, the tension was there but we, but I was like I'm in a relationship I'm not going to do this and then once the relationship was not a thing. Oh with the girls that yeah. she thought that you were cheating just on one. her with. Yeah just the one. And we ended up we never dated but it, we were like kind of a thing for a Was it like a revenge tactic like she said oh she thinks I'm hooking up with this girl so I'm just going to do it. No it was more like I knew that we were attracted to each other but I was in a relationship so I was never going to explore it further and then she took the relationship away and I'm like okay well let's explore this further. That, that's how that happened. I don't think it's petty. It just, that's just how it worked out. It's all about the intention. Like if it was about just kind of like the like, principle of it. Right. I didn't think I'm going to explore this now because she broke up with me because of it. That wasn't the case. Lexi, what about you? Okay. So one of the arguments me and my ex used to get into was she would just like binge watch shows instead of like spending time with it. It was just like, she would just binge watch. On my Apple TV, I was logged into like all her streaming things and like she was paying for them. I wasn't watching them. I barely watch anything ever. I went in and changed the passwords yeah. on all of her streaming services. And like, that's the thing. It's like her family probably uses these shared accounts. Like I know one of them was her sister's login. She had like a dummy email that she would use. We would so like share it. it. Yeah. I knew the password to get into it. So you know how it sends you like a verification to your email? I changed all her passwords so she couldn't stream her shows. Does that mean her family couldn't watch? Yeah, no. No family. <sighs> none of them. Like nobody nice. could watch anything. And like I didn't care because like whatever. They're paying for the streaming service. But I was so annoyed that that was like a roadblock in our relationship that I changed all the passwords on her stuff. A curse on you and your Netflix passwords. Yeah, <laughs> and your family. 
Yep, change all the streaming. I'd be pretty pissed. Because yeah. <laughs> that's really inconvenient. The pettiest thing that I've ever done, and I think I might have talked about this guy on the last Breakup Down bonus episode last week. He stood me up. Instead of just like breaking things off, because it was like sort of a casual relationship, he stood me up for a date we were supposed to go on. And that was like how our situationship relationship mm-hmm. ended. And so a couple months later, are you even single and on the dating apps if Hinge hasn't made your ex your most compatible? Because that's what happened. <laughs> so he popped up on my Hinge as my most compatible. And I was like, well, this is a freaking trip. No, there was a prompt where he said, oh, your mom will love me or something like that. And so I replied to him. I replied and I said, my mom didn't like it when you stood me up a couple months ago. <laughs> and I just left it at that. He didn't reply, which I was kind of hoping he would. You don't reply to that though. You can't. Like, well, what are you going to say? Yeah. Well, also our relationship ended by us just never talking again. So I wasn't really expecting him to respond. But I have reported somebody that we've talked about on this podcast, Hinge account. One of the exes I ran into on Hinge, well, ran into. And I was like, this man needs to get off this app. And I reported his account. (laughs) I think I might be more petty about other people's exes. Like petty over like a friend getting- Yeah, like I get very defensive over people we talk about on this podcast. I'm like, no, how dare they do that to you? So even though I don't have like a big ex that I look back on, I'm like, they traumatized me. I feel like all these people are my exes. (laughs) You get like secondhand traumatized. I know. So I get to be petty about their exes, which I love. And now I get to be petty about these breakups that we're going to talk about now because I had you, the listeners, submit the pettiest things you have done after a breakup. And I thought it'd be fun for us to go through and talk about it. I love the tea. So this is from the Spotify submissions. This one said, I joined the sorority he told me I couldn't join. And then I shaved my head. Shaving your head's aggressive. That's like a big big thing. You change your hair. Shaving? Guys hate short hair. Isn't that right? Well, yeah. I mean, my ex was like, oh, I like didn't like your hair short. So like I cut my hair short like after we broke up. Here's the thing. Unless you make, (laughs) this is going to sound horrible. Unless you make a serious, drastic change to your hair, I don't think a guy's going to notice. Even if they like chopped off five inches. Nicole got six inches cut off of her hair the other day and it took me two weeks to notice to the point that she went. you're the worst. That's your life. She went, are you serious? You didn't notice I got my hair short? I was like, it looks the same. It looks really nice. And she was like, but it's like significantly shorter. And I was like, did you know she had a haircut that day? I did. And I just forgot. Oh, well, you're you're wrong in a lot of ways. (laughs) Unless you're going from, you know, hair that's like below the shoulders to like, I don't know, what do they call it? Like a uh, a bob. A a bob or Or something. Pixie cut. Yeah, pixie pixie cut. I don't think it's a pixie cut. A pixie cut. Well, you can say that now. Wait, you literally can do that. Dixie cut. The Dixie cut. Anyway, on to the next. So this person said, after planning a New Year's trip to spend together, the guy ghosted me without answers. I made a Craigslist ad with his contact information, and then I advertised free puppies right around Christmas. Oh my god! That's aggressive. Free puppy. That's like I want to know is did somebody show up to this person's house? Probably a lot of calls, a that, lot of phone calls. That is the story I would be fascinated to hear. It actually, it sounds like a really fun intro to like a rom com, like someone who got scorned by yeah, their what ex. What if? What if? Just putting it out there. What if? I know the relationship was over, but what if some girl goes to his house to find <gasps> and that's their, how they meet? And that's how they met, and they fell in love, and then you see their years later when they're engaged, you're snooping on their wedding profile, and you see that in their story. Your pettiness backfired. And you think you were doing him wrong, but really you were just helping him find his true love all you were, along. You were the ultimate wingman. <laughs> you were the ultimate wingman. Okay, next one. So this person says they immediately started dating his best friend. And on the first date, his friend and this person went to see their ex's favorite artist in concert that he both showed us, having never been to this artist show himself. I lost the story. I don't I think got ghosted by somebody I interviewed. Mm-hmm. And long story short, can't really see episode because of that. And 
they are now dating the lead singer of their ex's favorite band. That's wow. some skater and boy that, shit. To me, that's <laughs> like the only way you can really get back at your ex. Because here's a question I want to lay out on the table. Is it really getting back at them if you get with their best friend? Because then I just feel like the best friend and the ex are just going to talk about you. At the end of it all, I don't know. There's a level of that though. Like if my best friend started dating somebody that I had just broken up with, that doesn't sit well with a lot of people, I would imagine. To me, that speaks more to the relationship that his best friend yeah. has with right. the ex. And maybe they're cool with it. Like maybe it was like they both just agreed they weren't good together and now you're dating my best friend. But like in other ways, it'd be pretty frustrating. I don't know. I don't know if I would trust this best friend. I was mm-hmm. going to say, I think that's the first problem there. You can't trust them. Well, please bring us the update. If this is your soulmate, we want to hear about it. Mm-hmm. If they actually end up doing you dirty, we also want to hear about it. Because like now, is that guy going to be the one of the best men in the in the wedding if they're getting married? That's the like, weirest that, stuff. You can't. Oh, yeah, because then happens. you know the whole wedding party is going to be like, you know that guy that right there, he's like right next to him. Yeah, then they're going to come on this podcast. I want to go to a wedding like that. I want to go to a wedding like that. You think you'll get invited to some weddings from all this or no? I've actually become really close friends with some of the people I've interviewed. Yeah. Like genuine good friends that I, if I end up in their city, like we're going to grab drinks. Yeah. I love that. I've already That's had cool. drinks with one person I've interviewed. Yeah. I love I, it. So hopefully, wouldn't that be fun? Oh my gosh. <laughs> you get to go to one of the weddings. The Somebody, heartbreakers are quite the crowd. <laughs> Somebody uh, that I interviewed this week said they want to set me up with their new boyfriend's brother. Mm. Abby, look at you're getting a date out of this too. And I was like, wouldn't that be such a cute love story? How would you How would you write about that though on like the wedding stories? I do a podcast. People know I do this podcast. I know, I know. I got set up from somebody I interviewed for the podcast. That's right. how they would write it. I just remember writing those how we met stories. My story compared to Nicole's story was significantly different. What do you mean? <laughs> when you get to that point, you have to collaborate on the story because you have to make sure it's the same or like it's noticed. How would it be different? Because yeah, like for me, it was like I went to a bar, I bought her a drink and here we are where hers was like, it was sunny and I had a bathing suit on. That's just because women are more detailed. Right. So like then I had to elaborate and I was like, I don't know. If we're thinking that this is actually going to happen, the dude will probably be like, yeah, I got set up with this hot girl from yeah. the internet. And you'd be like, no, you have to plug my podcast. <laughs> oh, no. I'm trying to pay for this wedding, damn it. <laughs> Gotta get these views up. Get the podcast in their ad. It was a lovely rainy Tuesday. I just thought it was a normal interview. Yeah. Little did I know, love was right around the corner. Never in my life did I realize when I started this podcast, Jason. I would meet you. Yeah. Listen, I know you're teasing merch all over social media. Go check out the Instagram. But if you do not make a shirt that says hot girl from the internet, I'm gonna, I'm done. I quit the podcast. Honestly, like right now I am in the thick of designing merch and mm-hmm. I'm so in my head about what I think people will actually want to wear. You, I would pl- die for wait, a hot, can you hot make- girl from the internet Abby Murphy t-shirt. I, I myself will buy this. I don't know if there's much of a market for it. The guys gyms hoodies that like the bodybuilders wear that are like crop top. Yeah, crop top, yeah. You want a crop top hoodie? That's what all the guys in my gym wear, but they could just say break up. What do go to? <laughs> do they look good on them? I mean, they have like, they're like ripped six pack dudes. Like, yes, of course they look good in them. Where do you go to the gym? Why do they I'm at the beach where everybody has to look good. That's where I go. Oh, really? Yeah, I'm about to know. cancel my membership. <laughs> anyway, I'm going to close out that story with, please let me know what you would buy. Yeah, I'm really in my head buy. about it. I don't know if I should ask people. I don't know. I never see people getting opinions on merch. So I'm like, maybe that's not what people. I follow a lot of sports ones. That and they ask about it. what people would buy. Yeah, but it's like, you know, because like they'll say something like 
the hot girl from the internet, like that'll take off and it becomes a thing. Team Lexi, Team Abby, you know, like you team, do shirts team like that. Team coworker Justin. Team coworker Justin. Wait, should I put hoodie coworker Justin? Justin, can I please put your face on a hoodie? I wanted to say I heart coworker Justin. I love the idea. Yes, I own a cricket. I'm about it. Wait, here's what we'll do. I'm going to release regular merch, but then I'm going to have coworker Lexi release her own line that she's going to cricket and I'm going to have all the proceeds go to Lexi. Part of me really loves the idea of like somebody I know in like a way different city that doesn't really interact with me ever seeing someone walk by with a shirt and my face is on it. Definitely we get people walking away from you and win Dixie. Okay, next one. I threw out all of his clothes from the balcony. Straight up movie scene. No, I just watched He's Just Not That Into yeah. You where Demi Moore does that mm-hmm. and it gave me anxiety thinking about the thousands of dollars of clothes Not that got thrown that. out to the street. In that situation, if I'm the guy, like I have no control, like if this is what's happening, I am very like self-aware when other people are paying attention and you're going to have a lot of people watching you if you're doing that. Literally. Who's this crazy girl? Because yeah, yeah, then it makes you look like the bad guy because then that's all people are going to talk about. Well, we broke up and then she threw out all my clothes. And they film it and then it yeah. ends up on World Star if that's still a thing. No, we literally talked about this in the episode that came out Tuesday. Yeah. She like refused to let anybody mess with this stuff because she's like, I'm not having that narrative go around. Yeah. Okay, next person. Okay, so now we're into the ones we talked about on Instagram. So if you do not follow us on at Break It Breakdown Podcast Instagram, you probably missed out all these. So now we're going to fill you in on the submissions from the Instagram. So this one is actually from my college best friend. The pettiest thing she did after a breakup was go to this big dance at the university they go to with his roommate. I'm gonna give you the Spark mm. Notes version on what happened. My best friend from college <laughs> was dating this guy for like, a, well, they weren't like official, but they were kind of like talking for a couple of years. They were besties in high school and she would go to all of his Naval Academy dances mm-hmm. and he disinvited her. And so I look at her, I was like, you call up, let's call him Jack. You call up Jack right now. Mm-hmm. You are showing up to ring dance with Jack and you got a spite. And What's Jack his face? was like on board with this? Jack was on board with it. So Jack doesn't tell, let's call him Jason. He doesn't tell Jason. Uh-huh. My best friend flies up to Annapolis, shows up to ring dance with Jack and Jason's like, what the heck? It started like this whole war. It was great. Anyway, I bet it did. On to the next. This next person says they sent STD information to his new girlfriend's address. <laughs> is it fake or real? Because that changes how That's this true, goes. Because I'm like, this is either a HIPAA violation or, or but <laughs> the best revenge ever. Right. We're not condoning this, but kind of iconic. Okay, next one. They forgot to tell him to cancel the HelloFresh deliveries to her place and it was on his credit card for like two months. Oh, Make okay. his pockets hurt. Yeah. A girl's got to eat. Yeah, Literally. That. If he was not smart enough to stop the deliveries, then it is what it exactly. is. So here's some insider info because then this person DM'd me with more details. This person says that he asked for an open relationship a few days after they signed a lease together on their first apartment. Nice. That's she, so messed up. And then this person found him swiping on Tinder right next to them while they were at a bar. So you know what? Is it justified? I kind of think so. Probably. I kind of think so. I'd say. All right, next one. Oh, this is actually somebody I know too. I love it when people from my own personal life respond. <laughs> now I know details about their life yeah, that like, they would have never told yeah. me. Right. Okay. okay, the ex threw everything that she left at her apartment down the trash chute, including her Accutane medication. Oh, that's not, you mess with Accutane, that's bad. That can mess you yeah. up oh, big yeah, time. Yeah, oh, yeah. Accutane's a serious medication. Oh, off the sure. chemicals, like, oh yeah. Getting back together with my ex who's on Accutane. <laughs> so this is good ammunition for you, Lexi. I was going to say, I mean. <laughs> if you're now new girlfriend, but was your ex, but is now your girlfriend is listening. with me, I'm throwing that Accutane around. <laughs> <laughs> All right, this next person said, hooked up with his best friend and then brought him to prom. Prom queen energy. I, I still feel like when that happens, there's a there's a friendship divide already that needed yeah. to be exposed, in my opinion. Okay, so this person said, got with his new girlfriend's ex, so it was revenge for both of us and for them. Teamwork makes the dream work, baby. <laughs> yeah, Literally. That's what they call uh, 
but killing two birds with one stone. <laughs> Here's another one. They stayed friends with his ex, so every time they go to a dive bar, they're the only ones that she talks to. That's trying to manipulate the friend group to yeah. come to you and be on your side. It's of an the inside breakup. job. Because every breakup, there's always a side. Especially, like, it happens in college, it happens in high school. I haven't seen it happen after, but I'm sure it does. Like, when you become friends with a new group mm-hmm. and there are a bunch of single people, when there's a breakup, that group then gets divided right. and it slowly yep. breaks apart. That's how you know that this guy probably doesn't be wrong because if his friends are still talking to you and still mm-hmm. civil with you, they're like, I know my they boy feel did bad you for wrong. Her and want him yeah. to realize he's the one that screwed it up or was wrong or did something horrible. All right, next person. They changed his MySpace background to underwear pics of David Beckham with his underwear on. That might get him a lot more friends on MySpace, though. Yeah, <laughs> I know. Literally. I was like, is that supposed to he be revenge? He might end up on a bunch of people's top yeah, six say, friends. How's, how's that revenge? Who wouldn't want that? a favor. Next one. I reported his Hinge account. He deserved it. Trust me. Ooh. Yeah, we fair, know how we yeah. feel about reporting Hinge accounts. Yeah. We're for it. <laughs> That's okay. We're pro reporting Hinge accounts. Not the worst accounts. thing you could do, but I'm about it. Okay, so this person I'm actually talking to today. If you're listening, just on Thursday. I'm talking to him today. They married someone else less than a year later. I'm going to get the hot goss on that. Mm. If your partner is not ready to commit, go find somebody who is. Ooh. You know? Well, that's the thing. Lock it's it like, down. If I'm looking to get married and you don't want to get married, I'll go find somebody who wants to marry me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, saying that, knowing that your ex, but now girlfriend, but was your ex is listening. She's like literally going to come in and be like, all you do is talk shit about me on Abby's podcast. That's why I told, that's why I told my wife she's not allowed to listen. She's like, you said that to Sorry, Nicole? I lost you a listener, but she was like, she, oh no, we're really hurting now. She was like, oh, do you talk shit on me on, on Abby's podcast? I was like, not really. I feel like I say really nice things. She's like, I'm going to listen. I'm like, oh, you're not allowed to do that. Yeah. She's like, why? I'm like, because then I know I won't say certain things that I'm worried about saying. And she's like, well, then why would you ever say it? And so that it turns into a thing. Just so oh, you no. know, I gave no permission to her to be listening to this. It just kind of oh, was like, mm-hmm. oh, but by the way, I know we're getting back together right now. Don't think I didn't hear everything that was going on when we were broken up. So all I said to her was like, I didn't say anything that wasn't true. And she's like, unfortunately, you're right. There was a situation, a little bit of tea at the beginning of Nicole and I dating because uh-huh. I was doing a podcast at that time. I still am. Different podcast, but it's for sports. Are you trying to plug something right <laughs> yeah, now? Yep, we, yep. Do you want the floor Check out yours? the Driving Dish NBA podcast? No. In that podcast, it was like the weekend I had met Nicole and we were talking on the podcast, like a friend of mine, like on the side was like, oh, and you know, Justin's not talking sports with us anymore because he's talking to someone else. <laughs> and I said like on the side, I was like, well, it probably won't last that long anyway. <gasps> And Why her, did you say that about her? Because it was just, it was bro talk. You know what I mean? Like, it was just bro talk. And her brother was listening. <laughs> he heard it. Well, here's the thing. So yeah. I went on a date on Friday and I got really self-conscious because this guy said he Googled me and like found Ooh, all my stuff. Yeah. And so I was so in my head the entire date because he was like, well, I saw you. I found your stuff on YouTube. Yeah. And I'm like, well, now he probably saw my Instagram, probably saw that I have a relationships podcast all about yeah. breakups. Yeah. I couldn't tell if he was into me. So the entire time I'm thinking like, he heard me talk about the fact that I had a date so now he thinks I'm going to talk about him on this podcast so he's going to tune in and I'm like I can't talk about him we haven't talked since so I'm like haha free reign (laughs) (laughs) he's waiting for his episode yeah bro if you're listening please text me I had a great time that could be another shirt please text me back (laughs) did you have a great time I'll just do the spark nose version because I don't know if people care about my dating life we we do do you care Justin don't we care so this guy matches with me last Sunday and he looks super cute but he lives kind of far he's an engineer trying to like get the vibe from him And here's what I like about him. I hate small talk. I don't want to pin pal. I don't want to tell you about how my day is 
for four it's days like so before weird. you ask me out on a freaking date. Okay. And just ask me out already. Okay. So that's what he did. We had like one or two little things back and forth. And he said, hey, I'd really like to take you out sometime. Are you free Friday at 730? We can go to XYZ bar. I was like, oh my gosh, he just asked me out. This is the best. Like, this is so my dream. Direct. Love it. <laughs> so direct. This is my love language. And so I was like, heck yeah, like I can, I'm free for a drink or two. Then he doesn't text me the rest of the week. <gasps> the dream. But he confirms. <laughs> then he confirms on Thursday. He's like, hey, just wanted to make sure we're still on for tomorrow. And I was like, yes, thank you this for is, confirming. This is her husband. This yeah. is literally my love language. I would have been panicking. Like four days of no communication. If I do not know your life story by the time yeah. by the time I'm opening out my car door at that date. This is what I was telling people is that it showed me that he had a healthy attachment style or mm-hmm. at least a similar attachment sure. style to me, which we'll get into in a second. Because I feel attacked. I think we're both avoiding attachment styles. And I'll tell you why later. Because for me, I'm thinking if you're a grown adult man with a big boy job, you haven't met me and you're like texting me throughout the week. Sure. I'm thinking you got nothing going on. Mm. I'm thinking that you're not working at your job. And <laughs> you and I are completely. I'm, I'm, thinking, yeah, I'm, I'm with you, Lexi. I'm, I'm like, thinking you got no other hoes, and I need to think that you got other hoes who are going to be attracted to you. I'm I would like, be panicking, like, oh my god, we set up this date, and now we're not talking, and we're not going on this date. I'm like, what do you mean you have to hang up? Why do you have to go to the bathroom? <laughs> I just can love, you hold it. I just love that this man had no interest in talking to me. It was such a turn on. <laughs> But then he confirmed, so I knew that he was, you know, very type A, very like regimented, like, okay, mm-hmm. we have a date on Friday, just want to confirm. But then I started getting in my head, because then I started looking at this man, and I was kind of like, he kind of looks like my dad. I, oh, I knew you were going there. I knew that no. you were going He kind of looks like my dad. So for all of you listening, you need to know something about me. I have a private Snapchat story. It's called the Jacksonlorette. Yes. Yeah, because we live it. in Jacksonville. <laughs> I'm a bachelorette. You get it. And I had to ask my followers on the Jacksonlorette if they thought this man looked like my father. And they said, so yes. I did a, I did a side by side photo. And everybody said that oh, they were twins. Oh, you shouldn't have done that. That's so the then I started problem. getting really freaked out. I was like, do I even want to go on this date? Blah, 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 blah. Anyway, I ended up going on the date. So here's the thing. I was going to wear a really cute romper that I knew looked good on me. I thought it was just like cute and casual enough. I put on this romper 10 minutes before I'm supposed to walk out the mm-hmm. door. My hair's done. My makeup's done. And this thing is up my ass crack. <laughs> it's shrunk in the wash. I do not look like wife material. <laughs> So I, I am like freaking out. I had to like figure out an outfit and I just settled on like this all black outfit, which like I looked fine in. I looked fine, but I just really was not feeling good in it. You know how it is. You just sometimes just don't feel cute. So I'm like, let me throw on some red lipstick. That's kind of like hot girl energy, you know, spicy red lipstick in an all black outfit. Sure. When I get nervous, my mouth gets dry. (laughs) So I put on this matte red lipstick. Ladies, you know what I'm talking about. It's matte red. It's super dry. And I, (laughs) so I'm, I'm sitting in the parking lot. I text this guy that I'm here and I hear nothing from him. First time I've ever wanted this man to text me back. I'm like, where are you? So finally he says he's here. And so I throw on some of that gloss you put over your matte red lipstick and I walk out the door. I walk into this restaurant and I noticed from the moment I smile and say hello, this lipstick is flaking off my face. Mm. It is flaking. It is dry. It is cracking. It is crackalacking. And I immediately get self-conscious because he also, he gave me like a weak side hug and then like didn't really make eye contact with me. And then Mm. we walked to the bar. And so I'm thinking, oh, he thinks I'm ugly. I already feel ugly. And then like, <laughs> I think this man has just confirmed it. And then my lipstick starts flaking. You know what I mean? So I, there's just so many layers happening here. So many layers <laughs> of lipstick and emotional trauma happening. So we sit down and it's just kind of awkward. I'm feeling self-conscious. He's not really looking me in the eye and I'm kind of like, okay, what do I do? So anyway, he's very chatty. Like the chattiest man I've ever been on a date with. This is the first date I have not ever had to carry the conversation. I have a podcast. Do you think I ever like want to <laughs> shut up? No. <laughs> so he's like carrying
having the conversation, which is good, but also not good because that's giving me more time to get in my head about the fact that this lipstick is flaking off my face. <laughs> I'm at the point of no return. I can see it on my glass of my mm-hmm. margarita. I can see it on the straw. I can feel it flaking into my mouth. I'm eating <laughs> red lipstick for dinner. And I look at him and I go, can you turn away for a second? <laughs> look away. I was like, my lipstick's flaking off. And I just take my, my hand and I go, <laughs> and I try and wipe up as much as possible. Why don't you run to the bathroom? Well, because like uh. it would have made it more awkward, I feel like, to sit down and be like, I have to go to the bathroom. I don't know. And then I got to like walk back. I uh, see, know. I was thinking the whole time I'm like, I would have just went to the bathroom. Went. But this stuff is so hard to get off. Like it's literally <laughs> yeah. like cemented to my lip, but at the same time, not at all. I'm like picking off pieces of this oh, lipstick. Oh no. I know it's probably on my teeth somewhere because it, sometimes it'll stick to your teeth if it gets in your mouth. And so That's it, the worst when you have something uncomfortable. And, and we're so close. Like at some point he starts looking me in the eye and I'm like, please look away. Please stop looking at me. <laughs> now that you're looking me in the eye, <laughs> why you just stop doing that? It ended up being fine. We Do actually- you even know what he talked about? With he was up? asking me a lot of questions, but like 10 minutes in he goes, oh, I like Googled you. And I was like, uh, and he's like, I saw your YouTube and I get really self-conscious and this is why I don't really slide into people's DMs that much because there's so much of me on the internet mm-hmm. that I feel like if people find me on the internet, they're going to get a preconceived notion about me or they're going to see a video about me and think I'm weird. Mm-hmm. That made me more self-conscious because I'm like, oh, he probably didn't even want to go on this date because he probably saw my TikTok and thought I was this weirdo who likes to slide in people's DMs and figure out their breakup. Anyway, we ended the date and we were fine. I feel like we were like buds. He gave me another weak hug and like walked away. Mm. I was like, man it up and like squeeze me like a man. <laughs> so we walk away and then like I'm sending voice memos to my friends and then we bump into each other. We're walking to the same parking lot mm. and he's talking on the phone. I'm talking on the phone. I can tell we're both just talking mad shit about each other. Oh. And I'm just kidding. And then he goes, oh, you're walking that way too. I'm like, yeah, me too. And so I'm like, okay, bye. And I walk the other direction. Then I walk back to the parking lot and then he calls me. Oh no. And he's like, he hey. called you? Yeah, he's like, hey, we were both walking back to Bank of America. Are you good? I didn't see you. And I was like, yeah, I'm fine. I'm thinking this man wants nothing to do with me. Well, at least he was nice enough to like make sure you got to your car. Yeah, and, in hindsight, he probably thought I wasn't interested because I was like trying to avoid him just because yeah. I just didn't really think he was interested in me. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the last thing he said to me was, I'll talk to you soon. And I said, okay, bye. And then I hung up. And then yeah. never heard from and him. And then I never heard from this man again, which is like a first for me. I'm like amazing at first dates. So this was like the first time I've ever really screwed up a first date. Maybe he's waiting for you to send the first text. I don't want to. <laughs> what I've learned from Abby is we, is we sweat at dates for two different reasons. That first date sounds like how I am prior to the first date. But you're telling me over here, like, this man is turning me on by not contacting <laughs> yeah. you at all. And I'm over here being like, I would freak out. I'd be losing my you'd mind. You'd be in a sweat because you're like, man, this guy's hot. I'd be like, why isn't he contacting me? What do you mean? I thought why we had a date. Why hasn't he told me his entire life story Literally. before we even saw each other face to face? Booking a trip to go see my parents what? in Buffalo because I'm scared that I got ghosted. <laughs> what are you going to talk about on the date if you guys hash it out over a dating app? You got no content left. I don't remember what Nicole and I talked about, to be honest, like on that first date, but we did text a lot beforehand. But why? We were just getting to know each other. This is how we were doing it. Here's I don't the know. thing. It, it creates a false sense of intimacy mm-hmm. if you get really connected over text because right. the way people text is always wildly different than how they are in real life because I'm a very dry texter. That's very true. I'm like a 50-year-old man when I text. <laughs> well, I told you when I moved to Jack's, I went out on a couple of dates with that guy. Yes. He was so smooth through text and he was like, I got a hot date tonight and I was like, wow, I'm his hot date. And then I showed up and I was like, you have no game. So that's why I don't trust the texting thing. But I always talk on the phone or FaceTime or something before our first date too. Okay, you I don't know I do all these things. I don't think that's a bad idea because then I think that's kind of like picking up on their energy before going and sitting through an entire date where you 
figure out if you don't like their energy or not. I can't believe this guy called you though, right after the date. I know. And that's what and makes me feel- And you haven't heard anything. I know. I really feel like I was giving off the vibe that I wasn't interested, but I really was just like super self-conscious. So he just got out of a relationship like a year ago okay. and he was talking about how he wants to move and buy a house somewhere and he's going on all these travels. And I was like, wow, you literally sound exactly like me. Right. Like we're going through the exact same thing right now. And so I was kind of hoping we would see each other again. Cause I was like, well, maybe me and him can just like hang out. I don't know. It's just nice to not be alone sometimes. Sometimes it's just nice to like, I don't know, have someone to like kiss. Right. Like literally. <laughs> kiss a yeah, little bit. Like to, maybe so we I, could kiss. Yeah. I was hoping we could just be like that for a little bit. And then, you know, whenever he moves, he can just move and that will be that. So if you're listening to this and you have any advice for me, let me know. But I think at this point it's probably too late. <laughs> I wonder if you're going to hear from him. I'm never going to hear from this man again. I really think? do think he thought I wasn't interested, but here's the thing. So he went to a bar right afterwards with his friends and his friends probably talked him out of it and he probably met another girl. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like if a guy is interested enough. If they wanted to, they would. If they wanted to, they would. I really do believe that, which is why. No, I believe it too. I just am like, I'll wait for him to text me. And he hasn't. There's enough of me on the internet to decide if he wants to marry me or not. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, if you're still listening to this, thank you. I might be posting about merch ideas on my Instagram, not my Instagram story, the Break It Breakdown podcast Instagram story today. So if you want your ideas heard, be sure to follow us, check out the stories and let me know your thoughts. Thanks for listening.